0: there sunshine welcome to your artsy friend a podcast that's like a pal who shows up with a warm cup of coffee ready to give you a pep talk when you need it most if you've ever had those moments where self-doubt sneaks in telling you you're not good enough then know you're in the right place here we'll dive into the realness of embracing imperfections discover our truest most authentic selves and share actionable tips to ignite your creative spirit and nourish your soul I'm your host, Aristasia. I'm a photographer, mural artist, and podcaster, but most importantly, I'm your artsy friend. So, let's dive in. Alright, welcome to another episode of Your Artsy Friend, formerly known as Passion and Potential. Today
1: I have my lovely guest, Alyssa Minerick and she has been a guest on the show before, but it was all the way back in 2021, and... A lot has changed since then. (laughs) Our original episode was all about feeling stuck in your goals and your passions. We kind of just really talked about her career, your hobbies, finding passions in general. And the ironic part about that whole first episode is that was like our first hangout, essentially. Mm, And since then, life has drastically, drastically changed for the better in terms of our friendship. (laughs) <laughs> because now Alyssa is my bestie and it was really weird we both re-listened to the episode back and it was odd first of all to hear us chat in a dynamic that wasn't as close as we are today but also really weird to hear us chat about life then knowing what we know now mm-hmm. I felt like it was like I was listening to two different people all in all I felt like those were two I mean it is literal but younger versions of ourselves that had no idea what life was going to bring. Okay, so that being said, Alyssa Maneric, yeah,
2: would you like know. to? In-
1: yes, on the last episode, I didn't know how to say her last name, which is also just hilarious. Would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Yeah, um, I am Alyssa Maneric, Um and Ari you did a great job of introduction. Um, we did. We we were friends before that interview, um, and we kind of thought about what do we want to talk about, topic wise, like what do we want to bring to the table here. But I feel like between us being friends going through everything that's been going on for the past couple of years and now, we, the dynamic between us is completely different. We're different people. Yeah. It is wild what a couple of years can do to people, goals. I would not say values because I think values have been held. And like I said, listening back to our old episode, <laughs> they was the same. But I yes. think reaching them has changed drastically. Like, yes.
1: And like the way we prioritize them. Yeah. And it's even funny because I feel like, Back then, I had some goals, and even you had some goals that, at the time, were maybe a priority, and life happens, and those priorities shift. The values don't shift, but the big idea of what you want might shift a little bit. Absolutely. And I think that that's something that a lot of people experience, especially people in this age group we are both in our 30s, early 30s, and this is kind of when things start to twist and turn, and you think you found yourself in your 20s. And then your 30s happen and goals change and life changes and you start to change and you kind of reach a place of, oh my God, what is happening? Mm-hmm. And that's scary. But I think that because so many people can relate to this, I think we should really talk about your ever winding, changing life since 2021. Okay.
2: Should yeah? I just hop right in?
1: Should we just hop right
2: in? <laughs> okay. Well, I think it's very funny because, like, in the last episode, I mentioned I was thirty-one. I'm thirty-three now, so a lot of things that happened between that time are like marriages, we bought a home, we're having a baby, and like obviously big changes. I'm not trying to downplay how big of an impact those are. But also, those are changes
0: for other people.
2: Yeah, those are just big changes that happen mm-hmm. around that same time. So when I was, so this we record that when in October of 21,
0: we're basically at a two-year mark.
2: We're basically at a two-year mark. So in that episode, I mentioned moving into um, my house with my partner. Aries laughing because she knows If people could
1: see my face right now, I'm just burying it into my blankets and hands with like, I don't even know what I would call it. Go on.
2: (laughs) For the right reasons. We balled out on money for, you know, making the house nice. Got this new couch, like repainted, like, you know, getting everything ready for me to like live there. So this was October Um, In December of that same year. I walked in on my partner cheating on me with a friend of mine in the house while I was upstairs sleeping. So that obviously is rough because it is a visual thing. You know, like I saw it happen. Um, and it's you hard will to forever shake. see it happen. Yeah. It's always in your brain. Yep. And we had to talk about it, obviously. You know, like this is something that was a complete surprise to me, by the way. Um, I knew things weren't going great, you know, but Lots of changes were happening. Of course, things are, you know, getting stirred up. So we had a I talk. And you guys just
1: moved in together for the first time. And that is yep. always going to be some type of strange or pivot on a relationship. So it's hard. It's hard to, you know, accept that, hey, these are just little changes in my relationship. And of course, you don't want to go down the spiral downfall of we're ending. No, you're just like, we're just changing. And yeah, and there's irrit- irritable moments, but it's no big deal. Yep. And
2: so, well, this was a big deal. No,
1: this was a big (laughs) deal. (laughs) This was a huge deal because that's, that's what I'm saying. Like you had no idea that this would be the downfall. You were just thinking that
2: life is happening. and Yep. So after I walked in, we, I had that talk of, Hey, what's going on? Like, is this a one-time deal? Has this been going on? Told it was a one-time deal. And I was like, okay, then, then that means something's wrong. Something's off. Like, what can you not communicate to me? You know, like, let's keep trying. Let's be honest. Let's be open. Um, obviously, that did not work out. We ended up not being together because he lied to me about going to work one day. And I actually found him just sitting at the library. Um, he took off work and didn't tell me. And I emphasized, I thought, what happened to honest and open? Mm-hmm. And obviously called it off from there. So this was in January. During this, so December was walking in. January was calling it off. During this time, my Aunt Gail passed away. And that's my mother's sister. So my mother's, like, super close with her family, her sisters and stuff. So there was a death in the family that was kind of overshadowed by some kind of event that is very... I kind of almost see it as, like, selfish now. Like, I should have been more present, but I physically couldn't have. I mentally couldn't have. I couldn't go. Like, it was just... I mean, you were dealing with your own trauma. That is massive.
1: Most people in their life... A lot of people will say, oh, I've never been cheated on. Maybe a lot of people will say, I have been cheated on. Not a lot of people will say, I've been cheated on. And I walked in and I saw it after moving in with my partner and it was with a friend. Yeah. Like, that is huge. And it makes sense why you would be caught up in that.
2: Yeah. It was overwhelming, for sure. Around that same time, as was the breakup part within January. My father had to get admitted to the hospital. So, like I said, when it rains, it pours, dude. Like, it was just a lot <laughs> happening here. And with my father being sick, I couldn't go to my aunt's funeral. There was, it was just like we had to stay close to home. So what happens from there? February comes around. March comes around, still just feeling awful. You know, I just feel bad. There's, it's hard to get out of this hole. Also to mention, when I was with my partner, we were in a relationship for three years, but we were friends for a decade before that.
1: Yeah, it's not just this person you met and then they hurt you. It was this person that has been your life. Yeah, it was a (laughs) And they really hurt
2: you. So that's why I think it's lingering deeply much longer than normal. So April, yeah, so we talk about February, March. April, my father passes away, which it's a lot in itself. And then on top of this, it's like I felt guilty because half my attention was there. Half my attention was in like the relationship aspect. My mom needed attention. It's, it, it was, like I said, it was overwhelming before. This was overwhelming. So at the exact same time within April, I got that promotion that I was talking about in that last podcast. <laughs> and I, and so I was told, you know, Lisa, my boss, let me know that like, hey, I know there's a lot going on, but this is a good opportunity and I don't want your, you know, bad situation to prevent you from taking this. So I took it. And man, was I a terrible leader. (laughs) I just, head was not there, you know, a lot going on. And I mentioned this in the last time we spoke is being a good leader is involved working directly with your employees. Like you were even saying you were reading books on how to be a leader.
1: And like you had this really wonderful passion for being a leader. And then you had this opportunity to be one. And it was just at the worst time. Yeah,
2: it was at the absolute worst time possible. (laughs) So also to mention when my partner did cheat, I had to move back to my apartment that I lived in. But we didn't resign the lease because I didn't expect to be there. So I had to move again. So around May, I packed up my stuff and I moved for the second time. So I was moving, new job, going through the grief with my mother, my father passing. It was just a lot. Um, I took this spontaneous trip to Mexico, which I probably shouldn't have. I mean, like, (laughs) it was uh, just being like, I don't care, I'm leaving. And it was also in the middle of moving. As you should though. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, so I like really just dug myself in a hole here cause I couldn't like make a great decision. Um, so I guess I, I skipped ahead a little bit in May. So right before I took that trip to Mexico, I yeah. found out that my partner wasn't cheating just that one time. It was the entire relationship. Mm-hmm. And I also walked in on him cheating before, but I thought it was somebody else. Yeah. And I didn't want to, you know, interrupt and in what was going on. So I just left. So <laughs> I kind of, I've been very firsthand with it more than once, and I felt dumb. I felt dumb.
1: Can I also, um, can I share what it was like to witness this from my perspective? Absolutely. Um, so, like I had said, Alyssa and I were kind of like newer friends. It was very, very new, very surface. And it was actually when you and your ex were breaking up that my boyfriend had said, hey, I think Alyssa and so-and-so are breaking up. You should reach out to her. And I did. Never knew that it would be this shitstorm to follow. But I will say in every minute of every bit of it, I was just, first of all, in awe. You have this strength about you that you allow emotions, but you, I don't know, you you accept them for what they are and you apply emotions, but also logic. And it was wild to witness from this perspective And I think it was also wild to just see you grow through it. I, from the very beginning, and I think we've even made jokes about this, like, I think even like six months later when we were hanging out, we're like, I can't believe that was six months ago. Like, you're not even the same person, but you just, I mean, life hit you freaking hard and you really handled it so well, even though I'm sure on your end, it doesn't feel that way. Oh, no. But... I think from watching someone just get things thrown at them and thrown at them and thrown at them it was wild that you were able to feel everything you had to feel and also still grow I don't know it's I've never seen someone be able to handle their emotions like that
2: well it was this if I don't I'll never get out of this yeah you know I and I did have support with my friends and Mm -hmm. like very very appreciative like like Aristacia really stepped up and did everything in her power to make sure that I wasn't just like left in the dark like you went above and beyond to make sure I was okay but it's like this what else what else should I do like what else could I possibly do and like besides there, go to Mexico yeah besides <laughs> go to Mexico well that was like very self like admitting like admitting here is that like I went little like ham I like took every opportunity I made these like Really intense friendships. I, like, did everything. I traveled everywhere. I went to – every opportunity that was offered to me, I said yes. Like, I was this, like, go, 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 go because I felt like this is my chance. I need this. I got to be distracted. I love these things. But is that bad? I think it was a little bit because I think I lost a little bit of what am I really looking for here? Yeah. You know what? I was taking like – limbo almost. Yeah. I was yeah. – I felt like I was floating. I lost a bit of a goal. I lost direction. I was just saying yes to anything that felt great. Yeah. And so, let's say that was 21, you know, time frame into 22. And I let that go on for a long time. And I did go to Antarctica. Like, like (laughs) I said, I took things a little far here. Um, And when I got back from Antarctica, it was this, like, um, I don't know if it was just, like, a lack of direction, plan, goal, but I felt like I was kind of empty. And I was, like, I had fun. I really enjoyed myself. Like, not as a, not with relationships or anything. Felt very fulfilled with my friendships. Like I felt very good in that realm, but I felt like I lost my direction again. And I think it was because I was going high speed for so yeah. long after trying to get my footing again. And then it was, oh, okay, well, I'm coming back to earth, now what? But here's my
0: question. So
1: in our first interview, you brought up a lot about, like. in fact, I think the majority of that interview was very career-focused. And... And I mean, yeah, we talked about other things, but we talked a lot about your career and kind of these goals with it. And in this time that you experienced all these things, you didn't lose your career.
2: Oh, no, I actually thrived once I got that. Like I said, going ham also meant with my job. Like I did continue looking into podcasts, books, coming in, asking my employees what they need. Like I was making a good effort because I hit this spot of that. I'm done being sad and wallowing like I am going to kill it and I did and then I felt like oh no I'm in that same spot again like everything was good for a while again so that's my
1: question is like what is the difference between before like hit really hard right Mm -hmm. in a sense I would say that after the wallowing in you know all the trips you were kind of back to normalcy but that's kind of what I thought and this is from my perspective you were in the first initial recording Mm. and you seemed much more content then so why is it that After doing all of this, when you got back to your roots, let's say, you felt this sense of, I still feel lost. Like, do you think that there, do you know why or? I think I do. Yeah? I think I was
2: tired. Yeah. Like, I think I was exhausted of, you know, the bad things happening and then going at high speed for so long. I didn't Because you were trying to escape. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't have much time to just chill and be content with what I had and when i have these huge roller coaster down, this huge roller coaster up, it kind of was this like, oh, none of those feel like those tops or those bottoms and it's just kind of like, ooh, i'm losing. Now what? now what? Now but what? now i'm tired. Like i was kind of feeling like i do like being relaxed. I do like having these things at home, these little things. But what i'm looking forward to has changed. Yes. A lot.
1: So in the initial recording, I can't fully remember. What were the goals that you said? I know that you Mm-mm. wanted to be a leader.
2: Yeah, it was like, I remember, talk, well, we're talking about like the passions. Yeah, stuff. you wanted was, to like,
1: do more things, like more hobbies,
2: I feel like you said. Yeah, well, a big one we mentioned was like, what was your goal? And it was like, travel's like my biggie. So if we could have like a lodge up in somewhere where people backpacking will stop and tell their stories and like that type of thing. Like travel's great. Like I do love it. Obviously, I just went to Antarctica. But that has been, changed a lot because it's also much harder for me because I'm also a I'm a type one diabetic and so I have to prepare really hard for like some big travel, especially places that don't have resources Mm -hmm. to help me. And that stresses me out. So like something that I absolutely loved, which it was manageable like at first, but I've gotten really close to Mm -hmm. trouble with diabetes. I was hiking in the Atlas Mountains and I had to eat berries because I was dropping so low that nothing could get me up. And we are in the Atlas Mountains. You terrify
1: like, me. Yeah, there's nothing...
2: <laughs> you know, there's nothing there to help. So, like, those types of things kept kind of happening with travel. And, mm-hmm. like, it's now becoming stressful. Like, the thing I loved two years ago is kind of a burden to me now. Oh, my God. And, like, it's...
1: It's really hard to accept. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's... I've thought about this, obviously, a bunch. And I've come to terms with stepping back. and Being like, you know what? Let's switch... Let's emphasize the things that are here that I do want as well, because I've been doing a lot of domestic trips. Like we are in Tennessee right now.
1: Here we are. Yeah. So oh we're yeah. Like- we're like recording in a. I don't. I don't think I said that, did mm-hmm. I? So we're recording in a cabin in the Smoky Mountains, which is just, yeah. Like we're just reflecting on so much, and our first recording was like on my upstairs floor. Just getting to know each other. And now we're, like, on this road trip together, which is, like, our fourth road trip. And, At least. And we're just living simple. Like, yesterday we didn't do a lot. We just had a simple day in the cabin. And mm-hmm. it's like you're still traveling, but you don't need that high yeah, of.
2: It's not as extreme anymore.
1: Adrenaline rushes much.
2: No. And, like, I'm still doing new things. Like, I talked about my old, th- my passions were trying new things and try everything. And I'm trying new things, but they're closer to home. Yes. You know, I've been surfing in other states, um, mainly on, like, the lakes. And that's been a new experience, which is great. You can just continue doing it every fall. When and the so month. I would say that's
1: a value, is that yeah. you love to still try new things. You may have lost some of the passion in the old things. Yes. But you're still always trying new things and open to opportunities. Yeah.
2: I'm always still open to an opportunity, but I need to take into account that... Not that it's going to be harder, but there are more limitations that will make, that'll take that joy away. So don't push myself. Yes. You know, like, enjoy those smaller things because they're more accessible and you'll be able to have them more frequently when they are closer.
0: Okay, so
1: kind of backtracking to when your life imploded. Yeah,
2: remember that, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: remember that time? If someone were listening to this and let's say their life just got turned upside down, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What, what would you tell them? You know, what, what is your, even if it's something like, this is the best thing I heard from someone or this is the best thing I did for myself or this was the worst, like what are some of those learning parts? And, and even if it's just advice of it'll be okay, whatever it is, but what would you tell someone who is in their whatever age group it is, but especially if it's in their like late 20s, early 30s, they really thought they had it figured out because we said that in the last one. We were joking that in our 20s, we're like we thought we had it figured out and then we're like yeah but we're content now and then three months later your life turns upside down (laughs) so it's like what would you tell somebody who also is going through that because one change is hard but drastic change is even harder especially when you think you are on the path you are quote supposed to be on
2: I so it's funny because we've I've been kind of talking about this for like a while we've We're down here for a wedding, so I've actually been seeing a lot of, like, my good friends and, like, having, like, really good conversation and stuff, and in my head, I would know, like, the first thing that would come to mind, actually, the first thing that came to mind that we've been saying this week is, and they were never the same again. They were
1: never the same. We all know somebody. Like you
2: said, so when somebody's life turns up and down, they were never the same again, but I would obviously never say that aloud because that's scary and it would freak someone out, but what I would really (laughs) say aloud is, hey, difference not bad. Mm. You can still get joy from different things. Different's just different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I would... If if I you looked at me two years ago, and was like, you're going to not mind never flying again. I'd be like, that is outrageous. How dare you? That's insulting. But if you told me, I like, you never had to fly on an airplane again, I'd be like, oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> you know, and it doesn't mean I don't like traveling. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean I like trying new things, meeting new people. I'm just doing it in a different way. Okay. Um, You can still have this amazing experience. Just so, like, pivots different
1: are scary but it's okay
2: yeah like you can still get that same amount of joy from doing something different it's just not the same thing
1: what about the times like do this is kind of like I was saying earlier I was pretty impressed by how strong you were through this but I know obviously internally (laughs) that's a completely different story was there a time that you know it didn't seem like there was light at the end of the tunnel and in hearing like Different is okay. You would have been like, no, it's not because it's, everything is terrible. Or do you think you always kind of saw
2: the light at the end of the tunnel? I don't think I ever saw the light at the end of the tunnel. I had to experience it to realize that that's not what I wanted anymore. (laughs) I think actually like Antarctica was a big one for me because I did a big trip. You know, I planned for years. This is one of the most like uh, untraveled places on the planet, which is exciting, right? Like you get to do all these things. I got there. And I just didn't feel it. Ugh. It just wasn't there. And then I came home from that trip, and I had a couple smaller ones with someone that I built a incredible relationship with. Yeah. And I did trips, smaller domestic trips, and I was like, it is about who you're with now. Wholesome. Who you are. It's it's just yeah,
1: feeling comforted and. At peace and at home within yourself and your surroundings. I got
2: more joy doing those types of trips than international trips with strangers. And I was like, I think it's because of who I am now.
1: I think that's just so wild too. Because when I first met you, I thought of you as Alyssa who travels big. Mm -hmm. I heard about your trips and you just, and I still think you do have a very wanderlust soul. And But yeah, I think you just kind of came to a place of finding yourself more and readjusting like you said, pivoting that different is okay and realizing you don't always need the grand, grand, grand adventure, but an adventure that brings your soul happiness. Uh,
2: yeah, and all I'm looking at is to feel good mm-hmm. nowadays. And it's it's not always being trying something new. Feeling good is just being like, I'm glad everyone's happy at a party. I'm glad everyone's content watching a movie right now. That feels good. Like Yeah. Content? Because like I don't like saying content because I always still like trying new things. Content in that in the way I'm speaking of is like happiness from simplicity. Yeah. That type of content, not this like I'm never gonna try to a new thing. But I think I value that so much more because I've been so low.
1: You've experienced both ends, the extreme highs and the very extreme lows, mm-hmm. and it's allowed you to have appreciate appreciate. Mm. <laughs> we can do hard things. <laughs> appreciation Mm -hmm. for the simpler joys in life
2: yeah and that's okay i know it's a real bummer that it took something terrible terrible to have that happen like multiple terribles yeah (laughs) but (sighs) like i don't i don't know i i genuinely i think about this all the time would i have found this without those things happening i don't think so and i know that's
1: like one of those Hindsight's twenty twenty things. And of course, afterwards, you can say everything happens for a reason, but it is true. I, even just speaking from the little bit of time, I've known you, you have blossomed completely into your most authentic self I... since those terrible things. Yeah. It sucks, but it, like, I've just seen you really grow. Even when you're struggling, still grow into who you want to be, not who you should be or who so-and-so wants you to be.
2: I feel like there was a lot of pressure on me, which I think probably other people listening can relate, Mm -hmm. that in a partnership, all these doors open for you and you have all these opportunities such owning a home is great with a partnership or like Mm -hmm. traveling um, for like some type of getaway is better with a partner. Like there was a lot of pressure that I felt was like you can only experience these types of things with a romantic partner. And now I realize it's like, you can experience these things by yourself, with a friend. I'm also trying to possibly buy a home with someone that we're just kind of form an LLC together and make it a home with the two of us, even though we're not in a relationship.
1: It's not this traditional, I should be doing it this way. It is, this is what my life is. Yep. And I am making this chapter the best it can be, or, the, or I'm helping it develop in the way that it should be.
2: Yep. like never feel limited. Yes, because you're not falling into a category. I think.
1: I think that's really hard though, because especially, um, I think this is one thing that you know we really connect on as we are both very creative and artsy, and we're emotional, and it can feel very isolating and alone. Yes, and I think a lot of times we do get caught up in the it should be this way, and I need to relate to this and. Um, this is what is expected of me. And so when you do things in a very different way, you almost question, am I odd? Am I doing it wrong? And you feel lost. And I think it's pretty like magical to be able to be able to be like, I'm doing it completely different. And I'm very, very content with that.
2: Yeah. And I think a lot of, I think I'm going to attribute this as being in your thirties and learning and growing. You need that self-confidence. If you have that self-confidence, you can say, oh, I messed up, but I'm going to figure it out. If you don't feel confident in yourself, you're not going to make that first mistake to learn that there's more avenues. And I, it is a part of growing, and it is a part of learning. And I don't know, like I say, I think it's age, but maybe it is because I just, I don't know, had real things happen. Very early on in life. Yes.
1: You know, a lot of people don't even lose a parent until later on. A lot of people don't go through... I mean, I do think a lot of people go through pretty bad breakups, but like don't experience that kind of heartbreak until either very early on in life when like there's still so much time to figure it out or very later on in life. And yeah, you had all of it happen early on and also at once.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like the, it's like a different game. So it used to be like, what makes me excited? What drives me? And it's like, what get, what can keep me alive <laughs> instead of what's pushing me forward? And it's like, I said, change dynamics of everything family well because i don't have any siblings so it's pretty much my mother like yeah. and that's tough like losing a spouse is i indescribable you know yeah but and the
1: pressures of a daughter are a whole another topic it's yes. like of, of course there's going to be that pressure there but especially when trauma is involved
2: oh yeah like i said new game new life and then, like i said with moving new job it is like truly a new life you're a new person. I'm a new person. What yeah. would you
1: say comparing to our old interview? Right? So we were like, a lot of values are the same. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, take out, so if someone were to say, what makes you different now? You wouldn't say, in this case, that I'm asking you. You know, take out the, oh, I was cheated on and I had a parent pass. Mm-hmm. What would you say is different about you?
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: Everything. But, <laughs> you um, know, because your values are there. But, like, what would you say is, like, different?
2: I'm... Well, I mentioned this before as, like, being open and understanding. I'm still open and understanding. Like, I feel like that's something I really like to identify with. But I will admit I'm wrong earlier, quicker. I understand that... Don't get frustrated with people. They're always trying to help. Um, listening to other people's issues because, like, you know, like I mentioned, just stepped up and listened to my issues. Someone needs to listen to their issues, too. Mm-hmm. Um... And, like, you don't have to give advice every time someone talks to you. No, just listen Yeah, sometimes. And, like,
1: and also, if you don't know, ask them what they need. <laughs> yeah. Do you need me to listen or do you want a pep talk? Or do you want a boss-ass bitch, you know, pep talk? Do you want, what do you want? Do you want me to be a friend and listen or do you want advice? Yeah, yeah, just be a
2: better friend.
1: Can I say something I think drastically different? go ahead <laughs> and I've told you this before but uh when Alyssa was in her past relationship when I was first getting to know her oh. I think she was very I, she, was ah, fun. yep she was very overshadowed and I like when I got to actually get to know her I learned so many things about her that I was like Alyssa why didn't you tell me this and one specific example is one day I come to her apartment she's playing the ukulele and I'm like, I didn't know you played the ukulele. And you're like, yeah. And I was like, why Why don't you talk about like, and I think you were very overshadowed and always felt like you had to take a, a step back and be in the back seat and not be, I, I don't want to say proud of yourself, but not have other people be proud of you or know you fully. I don't know. You were just very much so overshadowed. And I think since then, you are very much so more confident in yourself and your passions, and you do stand up for yourself, and you do allow yourself space at the table to talk about the things that you like and the things you feel passionate about. And
2: I think I, you talking about that just made me have a thought about maybe I think I'm a bit more open and un, I can speak about these things because there is a lot more personal touch to because I like art so. I yeah. like painting, I like music, I like pho- photography, I like all of it, but I think I'm more confident in talking about those things because there's more of me in it. Yeah. Before, it was just fun. Now it's because I need, like, a release.
0: Oh, I love that.
2: Yeah, it's very, it, that is a very different thing, is, like, I turn to art in a way to be like, oh, I'm not feeling great. Before, it's like, I'm bored, let's do some artsy stuff. Yeah. But now it's like, no, 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 I want to try to, like, write a song. Or, like, just take a time, like, turn my phone off and, like, do some something, like, by myself, sketching, painting, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But it's, I turned that into something much more personal so I can speak to it more.
1: Yeah, you really allowed yourself to, like, develop and embrace it in a way that connected you to it. Yeah. Versus, I'm bored and I'm going to doodle. Yeah. It's like, I am connecting with myself and I need to doodle or something. Yeah. Like, and it's crazy, too, because... Like I was saying, when I first met you, I really thought you were like just analytical and just logical. And the irony is that this podcast is now called Your Artsy Friend. And, <laughs> and I I remember always feeling really lonely. And like I would tell my therapist, like, I just don't really have many artsy friends. Mm-hmm. And now you're one of my like most artsy friends. We have creative days. Mm-hmm. We're like over summer, Alyssa comes over and brings this giant size frame. Did you bring the frame?
2: Yeah, uh, no, I couldn't bring the frame. You couldn't pick, bring the frame because it just didn't br- fit in the it car. It didn't fit in the car,
1: so she just brings this giant size, like sheet or canvas, whatever it was, and she climbs on a ladder and she's <laughs> she's just splatter painting this like beautiful abstract painting in our backyard. And I was like, first of all, this is amazing because like you were so in it. Oh, I knew exactly. And you what knew I exactly what you wanted, and that was something I never saw before. But also, it was just really neat to be like, wow. There's just such very open-minded connection in this type of friendship, right? It's like we're both artsy in very different ways, and it's really amazing to just have that type of environment.
2: Yeah. Or yeah.
1: I never would I have ever known that that would be what we would develop into. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I also would have never thought of being like you know you've been always very supportive as a person. I thought it would that would be like the foundation of our friendship but it really ended up being like we both just want to do art all the time
1: yeah and talk about important things like we always say like we don't want to talk surface level crap like we talk about good things and sometimes we talk surface level but it's like we can also talk the deep stuff and have a good day or a bad day yeah like how are you today not great okay do you need anything not right now all right yeah
2: like let me know if you do clear it's clear communication Mm -hmm. and I think that's very hard to come by as a, an adult friendship that yes. doesn't develop in your college, high school, no. growing up years.
1: Yeah, there is something amazing. I think there. I just saw like a trending TikTok about this. That's like, can we talk about the uh, beauty in finding adult friendships? Yeah, and I was like, that is absolutely accurate. But I digressed a little bit. I just thought about you being artsy, and then I did this like full connection of the artsy friends thing. No, <laughs> but like, know. it's just yeah, I think it does go hand in hand with like your hobbies and your passions and.
2: I think that's a perfect segue to talk about just making you a better person. Yes. When you're a good friend, you're a good leader. Because a good leader, like, lends a listening ear. Because your jobs, you know, and stuff, they're your livelihood. But people have lives outside of their jobs. So it's like, you need a friend every once in a while at work. You need a friend in your adult lives. Like, you need friends, like, you know, in the hospital. Like, Mm -hmm. when I'm I'm an employee, I work for the hospital. So it's like, the people that... The patients that come in are scared every day. Yeah, and it's like you need a friend and a stranger. Like if you can really internalize everything you've learned about like what you've needed, that makes you such a good person because you're able to provide it to other people. It's like it's like the golden rule. It's like do to others is one we want right. To right. Do. It's like that is what we're talking about. It's like that friendship foundation openness talking taught me that you can find that in other people.
0: Yeah, and I think it also.
1: It, well, first of all, like you're always learning through, I think, communication and friendships and like, and as you grow as, as we have yeah. and as life has, you know, changed us. But I think it's also kind of like you said earlier, you were like, um, I, I've learned to listen more. I've learned yeah to be run. a better friend. And it's funny on the opposite side of things, Alyssa has also taught me that you can like be open with friends, even when you're not feeling great. Yeah. She called me on my BS last winter because I was feeling really down and I started to isolate. And she was like, hey, where are you? Why are you not talking to me? And I was like, oh, this is a friendship that is teaching me you don't have to be perfect and always happy. I accept you even if you're depressed, Mm -hmm. which is really amazing. And I think that in, in turn can snowball into other areas because now I've also learned that if someone is isolating, it's not about me. They're not mad at me always, you know. Maybe they're just going through a tough time and ask them if they're okay. You know, don't always assume the worst in a situation or a friendship. You know, maybe just check in on someone. (laughs) Yeah, just communicate. Which is hard to do when I think you've been through a lot or you're always in your head. And So like you said, it just, it keeps like snowballing. You learn and you learn and you learn.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's funny because... I want us to sit down in October, November of 2025, and see Do what, us again. See what happens. <laughs> you know, like I think this will be a significantly more positive turnaround. But um, God, please, yeah, please. I, I seriously, I swear to God. Like I'm so sick of this. We're done, but, universe. Yeah. We are done. Well, I just bought that camper van. So
1: I was actually just about to segue into that because mm-hmm. I was going to say that last time when I was towards the end of the podcast, I was just kind of. Asking you, what are some of your goals? What are some of the things you're looking forward to? And I think that this is just a whole other chapter of this episode. You have obviously been through it. And you're this person. And you're kind of in this pivotal moment, as we've discussed. But I do think you have a pretty big new goal. Yeah. And I think you should share it.
2: Yeah. So I had one therapy session with this lady that I did not connect with very well. And she was asking, like, what do you feel like you're missing? And I was like, I feel like I am I have the flexibility with my job, but I just don't have, like, the confidence to pull the trigger and take my life, like, a little bit more bigger and say, like, on the road with a camper or something that's visiting more people in the United States. Like I said, I'm not really trying to do, like, big and bold like that but not like, in international yeah not international but that doesn't mean not big and bold at all yeah yeah so i was like she's like what do you want i was like i want that flexibility and she's like then why haven't you done it and i was like great question so You're like i hate you and i'm never coming back yep. and then <laughs> i was like thanks for the advice yeah and so um 4 days later a, something popped up online that was exactly what i was looking for for the price i was looking for and i just bought it <laughs> <laughs>
1: So this is like the part in the podcast where people are like, wait, didn't she say she didn't want to do big things? And you're like, no, this is big things on my
2: terms. Yeah. It's not because
1: I'm escaping. It's because like I've been thinking about this for years and I'm seizing the opportunity.
2: Well, yeah, I would say it is it is still big, obviously. It's but huge. But in my mind, this isn't like big like I used to be aiming for. This Ro- is
1: big of... You see it going into something more and bigger from it.
2: This lines up with my new goals because I want to spend more time by myself. Yeah. Um, I think that's a part of like this past couple of years is like a big learning thing is just being alone, which it seems like I'm isolating. I'm not. But it is big like learn about yourself by being with yourself. And, I have always said that. And I feel like I always want to be self-sufficient and make sure that's the first I can take care of myself. Yeah. And so, like, this is a big one for me because I will be driving to see other people. I will mm-hmm. be driving to meet other, like... If... And, you're,
1: and you're doing it to experience life. I think if you were wanting to be alone and you were just, like, isolating in your bedroom in the dark yeah. and I could feel you slipping away and, like, losing yourself, then it would be a concern. But this is a... I want to spend time alone because I am on this embark to just embrace life and myself fully and that's a wonderful thing
2: and it's hard to find like like i said i'm getting a little bit older like i'm coming into my 30 like mid 30s and like you can't find people to do this with so i my like a goal i kind of had was like find something i can do that i love by myself don't rely on other people to bring joy i bring myself joy so that's the
1: quote for the podcast cover (laughs) 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 that is beautiful because it's so true it's I just think that has so much impact on true self acceptance and love, and
2: yeah. And it took some time. Like I feel like I even like dress different. I don't know. I just feel different, and just is in line with different different life. I'm excited for it. What are you most excited about for it? Mm. All of it. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one because, like, I love driving. Um, I've always like, and so my father did too.
1: Alyssa wants to be a truck driver just to trigger me because my dad was one.
2: Yep. Uh, Thanks a lot. She's not wrong. No, Um. but yeah, you're very, I
1: mean, you've all, like since we've gotten close, like road trips have been a common thing. Like you love to drive. I love driving. It
2: gives you a chance to listen to music, listen to books, listen to podcasts. See pretty things. Yeah, you can't get distracted when you're you're driving. You got to drive. So you can listen to all these things that you haven't had a chance when you're like cleaning your house and then someone knocks on the door. Right. This gives you an opportunity to really hone in on like learning opportunities. I love, like, nonfiction. I love, like, that type of thing. And I also love, I love going to a dive bar in a tiny little town I've never been to, talking to everybody there, and then leaving. Like, it's not, you know, it's nice. That's how I'm going to be learning about different cultures. I'm not going to India to learn about something completely. I'm going, the last time I did this, I went to Elkhart, Indiana. (laughs) I went to a dive bar on the way to St. Joe's, Michigan. And I met the most interesting people who were loving their lives oh, loving their that. lives in a way that i did not understand they were talking about how many bales of hay that they moved that week and i was like wow really i live in the that's city very <laughs> impressive and i was like i don't understand but they were so proud of what they were doing i was like look at that joy that makes me want to cry the joy <laughs> that they have in their own lives i was like that is what people work for all over the world and they found it here in their small hometown doing something there. that's
1: the content joy you were talking yes, about that's content
2: yeah, not content saying they're not going to try for more. But he said he loved the car he had. He loves the job he has. He loved his girlfriend. I was like, sweet. I mean, who else could ask for more? So, do you feel like you have
1: a little bit more clarity now? Now that you have this new endeavor that feels more like you versus the yeah,
2: I know what get up and about.
1: fly away, this feels more like you. Do you feel like you have more clarity or do you still feel like you're in limbo?
2: Clarity. Oh, absolutely. I love that. And it's like we took like we kind of started the episode with is like my values have always been my values I'm just reaching them in a different way yeah and it's nice I feel (sighs) much better about this choice I like I said I didn't have my heart in Antarctica and I do have my heart in this yeah I think that's
0: and do you think that that is something like do you think that your gut feeling was there for that you just kind of had to
2: have a lady did like, push me. Yeah, yeah, like, do you think that, like, the gut
1: feeling was there? Or do you think that there's something that people figure out through trial and error? Trial and error.
2: Yeah. Trial and error. And, like, I said the first time around in the first episode is, um, try everything. Yes. And it led me to this. I did try everything. And I finally was able to hone in on the things I love. And, like I said, it's a bummer. It took 33 years. But, like, I think people really do come into their own as time goes by.
1: Can you do a quick little, um quick little story time about the woman who also was in the van that you met that oh, yes. that was like living her life in yes because I just think that goes kind of hand in
2: hand with that and it's very and um, inspiring yeah time I have to use the restroom go <laughs> I would say I want to make it some kind of stop so you can edit it better Ooh. but actually that's perfect perfect segue cool.
1: <coughs> oh Okay, so speaking of, quick little story time, can you actually share the story about Kira? It is van related and I think it's a very cool story.
2: Yeah. So, I I didn't mention this before because I didn't want to sound like I was being a little too risky, but this was on Facebook Marketplace. Um, so, <laughs> I know like things can kind of be very scammy, crash and burn. Seize the
1: opportunity guys, you know, but <laughs> do it safely. Thank you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I felt kind of like, it was a risk, but it I've looked into this, bef- into buying a some type of travel. So it could be like those Class C, an RV, a, you know, tow, something that like made sense. And what I was looking for exactly just popped up on Facebook Marketplace. And I was like, I looked into it. It's like, this looks really good, you know? So I, I bit the bullet and I messaged her. And so we, I brought. Sorry, I brought, Mikey. I brought Mikey. My boyfriend. <laughs> also, brought...
1: Alyssa didn't tell me she was getting a van. I thought she was car shopping.
2: Yep, I did not. I so looked, like, did yeah. you get a car? She's
1: like, Mike comes home, he's like, here's Alyssa's new home. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, so I brought Mikey because he's very good at like checking the integrity of like the welds and stuff. So I we decided, Mikey and I stood outside talking, we're like, let's offer this price and let's just go for it. He's and she did that too. Yep. And she accepted. So I had to call her the next day to work out the details. And I just kind of asked, I was like, where did you get this van? Like, can you tell me a little bit about it and, like, what you've done? Because she has, like, stickers all over it. Like, I'm assuming that's all the places she's been. And she said it's it's local. Like, that someone sold it to her from Cleveland. And she said that she met her current husband driving this van. And I was like, oh, okay. So, like, this, this is not, like, taken lightly. Like, this kind of, like, changed your life and she now lives in Florida. Yeah.
1: It was one of those opportunities and moments that she probably had no idea mm-hmm. would just turn into... Her little like, destiny path. I don't know.
2: Yeah. It, it's, it, it, she's a little bit older than me. I think she might be around, like, 40, 40s. And it's, like, interesting to think that she was probably my age doing the same thing. Yeah. And, like, it, it changed her life to the point that she moved to another state.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's – I'm obviously super excited for you. I think it's incredible that you are always open to opportunities. I think it's incredible that you are – feeling clarity finally um i think the last podcast i ended it by asking you what would you say your passion is and what would you say your potential is Mm. that's not the name of the podcast anymore but if i'd be like what's your artsy friend you'd say me so (laughs) (laughs) so i guess i'm gonna ask you about your passion and potential Mm. we can also just kind of say like what is your leaving point you would like to leave people with um on on their very ever changing ever changing journey of life especially someone who maybe is feeling a little lost like you are
2: i think i think i'd have to switch it for like my passion this episode around love that would be understanding
0: oh
2: i mean i i want to know more and but at, that comes at a cost because you always know a one-sided story yes and i think when you say understanding it's more big picture
1: what was your last one do you remember? Um, I, th- I just listened to this when I was showering.
2: Yeah. I think it was stories. Okay. Because I think it was something along the lines of like, because you can get a story from a book, a movie, a video game, That's a person. kind of
1: similar. Yeah. But...
2: but I think this is stories like times 10. This mm-hmm. is stories saying yeah. like, how does it affect someone's life? Yes. How does it grow someone? Why do you feel this way? When you have full understanding, it changes your perception of that person, your life, what, what you're experiencing. And it doesn't take much work. I mean, you do have to take a step back and say, I've, I've heard one side, i got to hear the other. But, like, I think it also takes this new thing I found of, like, I'm not nearly as energetic and angsty and hyped as I used to be. Mm-hmm. And so it's no rush. Like, I'll hear what you just have to say. and be like, oh, all right. And then, like, take time to, like, hear the other side and just be like, listen. like, just listen. Even if that's, that person's wrong, they think they're right. Yeah. So it's like, who's to say that they're wrong when that's their feelings? Yes. Um, so I think that's, like, more of my passion is just, like, understanding. And that's a big part of the van is, like, find out, meet new people, try new things, see new life, because we're very limited in what we have. Um, potential. Ooh, so much. I honestly think I could have potential to be teaching these types of things more often. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> But, Are you
1: going to, do you think you're going to develop that, like, through the van? Like, will you start a podcast or a vlog? or?
2: Well, I do want to... Or write a book. I do want to rent the van out. You know, like, I do want other people to have a chance with it. Um, especially because this opportunity is so accessible to people. And, like, people like me, I just wouldn't take the leap. Yes. So, like, let's give people a little push. Let's give them a chance to try that. And, yeah, I mean, like, I think that's a little bit of a, like a kernel of good advice to say, like, Try these things, park in these places, meet these people, let them come back with their stories. And that just... alone is
1: helping people so
2: much. Yeah. And, like, I feel like if you come in with that attitude and say, like, I want you to carry this onward, I mean, it is just going to spread. Who was isn't going to want to take a step back and just appreciate what they have?
0: Okay, so I asked you your passion, your potential. Now I
1: just want to ask you, what are you most proud of yourself for? That's a tough one, I know.
2: That is a very tough one.
1: On the spot, you gotta talk good about yourself. <laughs> I'm
2: to think. What am I most proud of myself for? Taking a step back. Yeah, because I think I was always that go go go. I was always like, What's you next, needed next?
1: it to have a plan and to be it what is,
2: it it should be. And it was the reason we met the first time around for the last one. What are my goals? What am I working towards? And right now, it's nothing. Yeah, I just want to be content, comfortable. I'm going to keep trying new things, but, like, the goal is just to be understanding. It's to just take what comes to me. You know,
1: also, I think that this is funny because at the beginning of the year, of course, I'm all about, like, having a word of the year. Mm -hmm. And I asked Alyssa what her word of the year was going to be. And I thought for sure (laughs) she was going to say, like, thriving because that's who I, like, knew her as is this, like, I'm going to Antarctica soon and... And I was like, is it going to be thriving? And she goes, coast. (laughs) And I was like, what? (laughs) I was shocked, but it's like, it makes so much sense now, though. Because you're just like, it's okay to not have to always have this massive adrenaline rush. I just want to be. Yeah. And experience and learn and understand. I want (laughs) to coast.
2: I feel like I did a good foundation of setting up kind of a wacky life. That things are just coming to me now. Yes. I don't need to go to things. It comes to me.
1: Yeah. And you're also being patient for them too. Yeah. And when they do present themselves acting on them like getting a van. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's a little wacky, but like it, it happens, you know, and I think like I did a good job of saying like I'm open to strange experiences. And so any anytime someone brings something up, like you had to go to a, a work event out of state and you're like, do you just want to go? Yes. Like, yeah, sure. And she did. Yeah. Twice. (laughs) More than that. Well, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're just
1: always open.
2: This is her fourth one for work.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, too, because she learns something every time. And, like, most people would just, like, that, I think that's a perfect example of how you say that to sit back and watch and learn and listen. Because most people would probably not notice these things. And then this past weekend, when I was doing the wedding... I was trying to figure out what lighting I was going to do for a kind of a tricky situation. And Alyssa's like, Oh, you're going to bounce the flash? Da, 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 da. <laughs> and I was like, You do listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're learning so much. And it's awesome that you're learning and you retain. And that turns into more passion and more.
2: Yeah, it's about just listening.
1: Endeavors and creativity and all the above.
2: Yeah, it does open a door to say, I can try this thing confidently.
1: Do you want me to plug your Instagram account? Because I know you're not doing one for the van or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Okay. I think then I'll just wrap it up. Anything else?
2: No, I think that's good.
1: I think that was good. I think we kind of like ended on like, what are your goals? What are you?
2: Oh, yeah. It's about an hour or two. Perfect.
1: Um, Okay. Well, that being said, Alyssa, you are obviously a very inspiring, artsy friend. (laughs) And I think it's going to be really cool that throughout your newest adventure you're going to be meeting so many new artsy and just incredible inspiring friends uh where would you like for people to follow you on these new adventures
2: yeah uh, just through instagram I think would be great. That's where we're going to be documenting anything travel-wise and anything travel in the past. Like, I, all of my it's hobbies mixed here are here mixed together. Like, my photography, my travel, just everyday life. Her cats. Art. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely cats. I got another cat since the last time we <laughs> <laughs> I know. It would be hard to tell because she's hard to find. She's yes. an all-black cat <laughs> and loves closets. Um, but... You can just follow me on uh, Instagram under Alyssa So it's A-L-Y-S-S space A space G-R-A-M.
1: And I'll put that in the show notes. I'll also attach it to the blog once that's finished for the episode. And that being said, Alyssa, thank you. Oh, thank you. You're a wonderful artsy friend.
2: Oh, my gosh. You're a wonderful artsy friend. Thanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, till next time, friends. Bye. Bye. Alrighty, I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as we did. I, of course, absolutely love chatting with my bestie, but I truly hope listening to us chat together will make some type of impact on your life and you've learned something from our very vulnerable talk today. That being said, I hope you'll give me a follow on Instagram if you haven't yet. You can find me at Arastasia, A-R-A-S-T-A-S-I-A. All other links and resources you can find inside of the show notes. And in the meantime, be on the lookout for another episode. Till next time, my friend.